Hello and welcome to Living Abroadcast, the podcast about where people are from, how they got here, and what they're doing now. My name's Eric. I'm James. Mahi. And welcome back to another fantastic episode, another week, another change of uh, scenery here as we are in maybe our most scenic locale to date in terms of uh, recording. And um, as normal, I think right off the top, James is going to give a rather vivid description <laughs> well, of you, our setting this evening. I know our listeners out there look forward to our weekly description here, James's description of what we're seeing. So we're seeing a little bit of an alternate view to what we see from Eric's apartment. We're still seeing the mountains there, the beautiful North Shore mountains, but we are up on the roof deck today. So Mikey, how's it feeling up here? It's beautiful. Yeah, we're, we're deep into Kitsilano. First outdoor recording. Yeah, you yeah. might hear some bird life. There's some yeah, seagulls. just heard a seagull in the background Skeetos there. Skeetos are munching us, uh, eating me alive. I know that. Hopefully we don't get shot on her. DJ's not around. So <laughs> DJ's not around. Okay. He's got um, one. Yeah, but we are at shit speech again. Uh, that's just down the way. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It is beautiful. And we can see uh, the top of the buildings for, of, of downtown, the, the tallest buildings. as yeah. well. on the treetops over there, the University of British Columbia. The lights yeah. of Maybe off Mountain. in the distance. Yeah, this is prime location right but now. But we're, we're so. what, five-minute drive from UBC. We're pretty far west, right? Yeah, we're bordering on Point Grey. We've got Alma Street just up ahead, so just up the hill, Point Grey, the home of uh, Seth Rogen. I, uh, I rarely come this deep. Like I feel no, like I'm in another I. country. Not coming uh, deep. Honestly, it's, it's such a different vibe to out east, like... Oh, yeah. Mount Pleasant and commercial drive. Well, it's good to have you <laughs> yes. in our neck of the woods, guys. And, uh, yeah, this is a very special episode, as we do say so ourselves. But It's, it's good just... to be out here, James. Oh, good to have you guys. Sorry, I couldn't stop laughing because a mosquito landed on Eric's forehead and he just <laughs> smacked himself in the forehead. Had so... it gone. Oh, I didn't even kill it. <laughs> no, no, you guys. Mikey was doing something really stupid. I was just hitting my own forehead at his own <laughs> Well, uh, ridiculousness. You, you can check our Instagram that currently has one glowing post is there um, a post up does it who did that the, i think someone posted the picture of us on the ferry wasn't me yeah no it wasn't me i think you post the photo on your own social media <laughs> oh that. I, oh and i hashtagged it is that what, i don't know how <laughs> we're, we're so, you know, so I'm, bad I'm at get, social media yeah. man every week i'm getting too old guys you know I we not, need to hire not, someone to do our own no social seriously media. what the hell is if you want to do our social media we still have not received one email to uh, livingabroadcast at gmail.com. One more time, livingabroadcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah. It's getting sad now. Well, <laughs> it really is. Well, sad, but uh, true. Should we make uh, a prize for the per first person who emails anything? Yeah, what would the prize promise a be? Question. Or is it another empty promise? Ooh. <laughs> what can we promise? Hashtag empty uh, promises. It'll probably be someone we know, so like a coffee or a beer or something. Yeah, I got an empty Vegemite jar. Oh. Perfect. Autographed? Yeah, special, yeah, we'll sign it. We can sign yeah, it. We'll sign it. Yeah, we'll, okay. all three of us will sign that. With a couple right. of mil in a couple of years' time. Oh, yeah, yeah be a beverage of your choice and a jar with some uh, dried out Vegemite. So there's your incentive, listeners. <laughs> Autographed. Uh, well, dried out jar of Vegemite. But we will post the photo of this view tonight onto the Instagram. So uh, I'm going to do that. I'll get Sounds up. good. Yeah, we'll just show, show the listeners what we're listening to. But we're yeah. talking about our drink as well. What are we drinking, Eric? What, what is this? Well... Tonight we've got um, so kind of a, a spectrum of quality in terms of the beers. Right now we're sipping on a souvenir my mom brought me back from Montreal, which is a 10.1% beer uh, brewed by Labatt that on the bottle, it's not described as any particular style or preparation of beer. It's just extra strong beer. <laughs> And, well, uh, you boys uh, cringed when you first took a sip, but I kind of 
Mikey's loving it. I can't like it. This is my taste of beer. This reminds yeah. me of my kokini days. Okay. Yeah, Coke I love it. It's going to be an interesting cycle home for me though. 10.1%. Okay. A bit wobbly. Yeah. Straight off La Bats. I broke my light the other day as well. So Did you? What happened? That'll be fun. Um, it just snapped off because I, I was testing the durability of it and I tested it too hard and it just snapped off. So Got your answer. Um, kind of my, my own fault. But uh, we haven't caught up for a while. What's... What's everyone been up to? Eric, you've been out doing all sorts of yep. showing off your vegetables to everybody. Our main <laughs> oh, island, yeah. <laughs> the prodigal son has returned. I have. I was, yeah, I was just on Main Island for five days with my girlfriend's family. I think I talked about it on the last episode that, well, due to some, uh, due to being on the island, didn't get up to, uploaded until like four days ago. Very disappointing. Yeah, yeah midnight, midnight session. They've been waiting there. We'll bait your breath for that episode. All weekend. I uh, got to the island and re- didn't realize that the upload speeds were non-existent. So I couldn't get it up until uh, Monday. Have, couldn't have got it up to Monday. Just couldn't get it up. You definitely didn't win the best vegetable. No. <laughs> well, funny enough, we still did. Did you really? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. What uh, was it? A zucchini? A pumpkin? What are we talking? It was a parade entry, actually. Oh, a parade. No, yeah. yeah. I talked about we were uh, going to pretend to be... Woodstock, looking for Woodstock in uh, 50 yeah. years later. And I actually messaged your girlfriend uh, demanding a photo of you. Because yeah. It, and it made my day. It, it made my week, <laughs> I to be honest. I haven't seen this photo. Can you, I'll, I'll that, send it to yeah, you. Don't yeah, worry. PM me. We'll yeah, put it on do, the you Instagram. Could, you could pay Please. the picture for the listeners. This is great. Um, a few people might have seen it. Was that with the thrift found clothes? Did you get your bell bottoms and your... Couldn't find any bell bottoms. Disappointing. Uh, it was a... I can't even remember what you had. You had like a little vest on, cute little vest. Yeah, I had a leather fringy vest on. And a fringy. and a like a, a black Afro wig yeah. that, that came from like as if you were dressing up as Michael Jackson okay. in like the 70s. <laughs> um, yeah, you looked good. And you were in a little um, cardboard cutout combi van. Yeah. That looked cool. I saw that you sent me. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that was, was pretty really cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, it was a really fun float. We uh, blasted the 1960s music. We did an anti-Vietnam chant. Controversial. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which probably was rather controversial because I'm sure like half the old people, it's a lot of retirees that live on say, Main Island. So you, you were the youngest by far there. Some of them probably got like deja vu flashbacks to either chanting those <laughs> things or being like, well, I was in that war. <laughs> what are you doing? PTSD. <laughs> Sensitive ah. issue. So, yeah, that, uh, that, uh, no, that um, took me by surprise. That yeah, the comment. chant, um, the chant was uh, was from a just an anti wood or anti Vietnam. What was the chant? It was like uh, one, two, three. What are we fighting for? <laughs> don't ask me. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Next stop oh. is Vietnam. Oh. Sounds like a rap. Yeah, that's all. We just got Five, a new. Five, six, uh, we, seven. We just got open new up the pearly gates. Oh, yeah, he ain't even done. We yeah. we just got a new jingle there, guys. Oh, I know what. No Eric, time know to it. wonder why. <laughs> Whoopee! We're all gonna die. That's how it ended. Oh. I know what Eric's yeah. gonna sing at karaoke this week. <laughs> yeah, sing it, boy. By uh, what is it? Country Joe and the Fish was uh, was that chant? Mm, okay. The fish. Yeah. Oh, I'm sad I missed that, mate. Oh, sounds like my cup no, of tea no being kidding. out there. We had, uh, we had a Jimi Hendrix impersonator. Oh, okay. In, in the parade as well. Um, setting his hands on fire? Uh, <laughs> no, he didn't set his guitar on fire this time, but he did play, well, Jimi Hendrix famous shredding the U.S. Uh, national anthem. Uh, awesome. yeah. But we did the Canadian national anthem instead. Ah, very good. Played we, in the same style. <laughs> <laughs> well, we mentioned on the last episode the Jimi Hendrix Shrine, so there's a little yeah. reference there. He's yes. uh, keeping the dream alive. There we go. And then we had, of course, um, Joe Cocker from Woodstock doing the famous, uh, with, a little help from my, uh, with a little help from my friends, the You're Beatles right. cover. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Just pretended also, to trip on acid and flail <laughs> all over the place. Pretended? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretended, come on. <laughs> you never know. That's what, that's what you were wearing that wig for. Didn't uh, Hendrix used to put his, um, his acid tab yeah, underneath his bandana so it got absorbed straight into his... With the sweat, I guess that would have worked, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what you had underneath your Afro wig. Yeah. I see. Smuggling. Um, I, people have this ideological view of Woodstock and I look at photos of it and it looks fucking horrendous. Oh, I'm, yeah. Maybe I'm Mud complaining, off. but muddy. People just... Uh, I, I can't stand yeah, festivals no, no, these we, days. I think I'm getting too old. We romanticize yeah. it because all Woodstock's been boiled down to is like five songs and a general idea of what the fashion was. Yeah, it's a yes, shame. Pretty much. Become, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, Living Abroad cast coming straight from Woodstock 2020. Yes. The 51st anniversary yeah, will the, be there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Woodstock 50th anniversary got canceled this year. So Living Abroad cast will be out there on Yasger's farm next yeah, year. We'll, we'll do Glastonbury <laughs> instead. Headlining act. <laughs> Glastonbury, I can't. I, I hate the look of that as well because you got to wear wellies and it looks oh, wet. It's a mud bath again. Uh, have you been? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Woodstock. It, uh, it's a Woodstock. <laughs> I mean, you Glastonbury. are that old. I, yeah, I wouldn't I know, put yeah. it past you. Yeah, I was there, 79, boy. Yeah. No, James yeah. was there yelling at the youth at Woodstock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shaking his cane. Yeah. <laughs> Turn it down. Get out of my mud. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what have you been up to, Jimmy, this week? Getting uh, hideously sunburned, I'm afraid to say. Uh, Working on that farmer's tan. Oh, yeah. The farmer's tan is now farmer's burn boy. Uh, So I I got my wish. I'm evened out. Uh, It has turned brown now. I'm on the tail end, but we went to Bunsen Lake. For those who don't know, Port Moody. See, uh, they say it's the city of the arts. Yes. Who says that? uh, The signs on the way in. Uh, (laughs) But it's the city of the breweries. I don't mean to cut you off, James. Go for it. This beautiful setup to this story, but... I feel like we should introduce our guest. We've been talking for 10 minutes now. You were accompanied me right to off. Port Moody uh, by our guest this evening, actually. And I thought maybe you could give her a little introduction before getting into uh, your story about what you got up to. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, guilty. I was joined by this lovely lady who is sat around the table with us tonight. It's uh, the very uh, charming, beautiful, gorgeous Laura Nolan, my girlfriend, she's joining us today from Brisbane, Australia. How are you doing, Laura? Welcome, I'm doing Laura. very well. Thank wow, you. Wow, you that. flew all the way from Brisbane. I just know. Wow. Did. I'm really committed to this podcast, and yeah. I just, you know, I just had to be here for this. Our number long, one fan. A long distance is killing us, Absolutely. so uh, she's sure to flow in. Uh, well, and with that glowing recommendation as an introduction, I mean, I, can I be the guest every week? Overrated. Amazon. <laughs> does, does James not tell you that every night? Uh, all them beautiful things. Oh, oh well. Yeah. Well, I'm, I will take that that as you will. But yes, uh, yeah, this uh, this gal did accompany me to Bunsen Lake the other day. Uh, did you have a nice time, Laura? I did, but I also got hideously sunburned. Who walked away in worse condition? Ah. I think it was me. Laura, hands I, down. Uh, Bunsen Lake. Big time. Uh, yes, Bunsen Lake. And I am not a traditional Australian that everyone has in their mind. Yeah, I was going to say. Beautiful, tan, blonde Australian. I am well, neither of those things. Well, Thank you. Really. Put yourself down. Um, I'm not blonde or tanned. I am brunette and pasty. Uh, and, and very I've red. Been very red at the moment, like a lobster. <clears throat> What's um, um, red? <laughs> yeah, basically yeah. I'm she, British. She has, yeah, yes. it's the Irish ancestry knocking down yes. there. How uh, warm was this day for you guys to get second degree burns? Well, it wasn't 
wasn't even warm. It was like 20 degrees. Yeah, it was, there it was, was a cool. not was even a, hot. No, I wouldn't the, the tell wa- your Australian friends that. I know. That's <laughs> very embarrassing. Well, water was cold. There was a cool breeze a blowing. And uh, what, so it, we got there in quite, it was 10.30 a.m. on a Sunday morning. We got there. It wasn't very busy. We were, It was cold in that water. Um, but we took a canoe out. We had Chris, who's been a previous guest on the podcast, as a little callback for you. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Chris. And, yeah Chris and his uh, lovely wife, Charlie, We they took a canoe out. <clears throat> we had Laura and we had their friend Kelby, which is a little hybrid name of Shelby and Kelsey. I, I don't know. And Shel- Kelpie. Kelpie. Is it a person or a... She is Canadian. It, it is oh. a Canadian. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but now she's in the film industry working on the sets, doing the old lighting. So she was really cool to hang out with. Uh, but so, so me, Laura and Kelby swam out to this little island. Uh, they took the canoe. And in about 20 minutes time, the damage was done. We just sat out on this island, the cool breeze blowing, not knowing what we were getting ourselves into. Sounds and like a classic case of James having too many beers passing out in the sun. <laughs> no passing Honestly, out. Honestly, that's Waking what I was saying. Crispy. Come on now. No that sounds like out. the most Canadian sunburn possible. <laughs> it's very, So we yeah. get a Britain and Australian out of Canadian Lake and <laughs> this is what you sign up for, guys. Yeah. Honestly, I was head to yeah. waste covered in a, a what Australians waste. call a rashy and Canadians yeah. call a rash guard because I'm very sun conscious. Rash guard? I, I haven't wearing, heard of that before. That is what Canadians a call a rashy. Wow. But okay. she, you say head what? to waste. I've only ever used rash guard before as an expression. She goes for yeah. rashy. What would you call it? Do you know what we're talking a about? A rash guard? Yeah. It's a shirt that's yeah. UV sensitive. You're a lifesaver. You should know. Yeah, I wore one. But is that what you call it? Rash guard. Rash guard. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's yes. so Aussie, though, to shorten it to uh, like rashy. Rashy. Well, I actually didn't Sounds know. Sounds like it an was... STD. I guess it does. <laughs> you got a rashy, you should get that checked out, son. Yeah. yeah. So I was all rashied up, trying to be very, you know, <laughs> conscious. Actually, not from, not from that. Let's point that out. We're, you know, it's always. Yeah, okay. I was trying to be responsible, wearing the sunscreen on my face and, and everything, and uh, had not applied enough to my legs and feet. And how are, the, how are your legs looking today? They've gone through a next stage of metamorphosis, haven't they? They were um, swollen so much that I... Swollen? Swollen that I couldn't see my ankles. She I didn't know cl- you could get yes. club wow. feet. She had the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the ankle had disappeared. There's no semblance of an ankle. And the feet were swwollen, and poor lovely Laura here suffering over the last uh, what four Honestly, days. Honestly, like marshmallow Sorry, puff man, club feet. except on my legs and feet. But today there's a new development in the uh, leg leg gate. What is it? Uh, blisters. Blisters oh, now. The, the blister exists. She sounds like a nightmare. Oh, yes. Blisters well, and clubs. <laughs> Well, because Laura, she, she said there was some small blisters had formed and I said, and she's like, oh, second degree burn. I was like, well, the worst one is if you get blisters day one, that's where you know you're fucked. Because if you burn yourself on an oven, you're going to get a blister like quite soon. So I thought, you know, this is just the next stage when a bruise changes colours, you get you kind of going towards the end of the cycle. But I came home and I was like, Jesus, that's their blisters. That's There's exactly no- what you want to hear from your partner when he looks <laughs> at your legs is, Supported. oh my God. Uh, no, I was like, oh no, on, on the club phone. Feet. No, <laughs> club feet. <laughs> You know what gets me going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice club foot. Uh, but no, I was. we talked on the phone and I was like, no, I'm sure, I, you know, it was what you wanted to hear. I was like, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's not blisters. No, it's got to be the hair follicles. Maybe it's just like a little, little blend. The hair follicles. Because yeah. <laughs> you know I have large follicles. Hairy, hairy like, no, no, no. Uh, no, because no, you were saying around the follicles they were going white like on the day because that was it, was, it was a bad burn. There's no getting, there's no beating around the bush here and that's the rashy. Uh, <laughs> was it a black rashy? <laughs> it was a black rashy with flowers on it because I like to be, you know, yeah. fashion See, forward with very my Aussie. sun protection. It was Roxy, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, it's Roxy. Yeah. But uh, I've heard this before. Black swimmers can, uh, 
you know, absorb the sun and so you get burnt. Sorry, black swimmers? Like swimsuits? Togs. Or black bathers. Sw- people that are of... Okay. Bathers. Okay. Oh, trunks. <laughs> yeah. Bathing suits. <laughs> it's an issue amongst we the just, black uh, swimming community. <clears throat> Nipped it in the bud. Yeah, black uh, bathers. They absorb the heat and the uh, sun rays and you can get burnt easier. So that might have been your mistake mm. there. Well, I didn't get burnt on my arms where the black was covering. So She's I didn't totally, get burnt anywhere else. Totally good. Just up the up. legs. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mysterious. And they're gone a bit shiny. Now they're blistered. Uh, for me, I got, which I, I mean, I, I'm not a burner, guys. I uh, rarely, uh, but I had applied. I Looks just, like it. <laughs> well, on my uh, shoulders. and I, So I had to Google this thing because it, it got me up at two in the morning. I, I was. You had it, to Google sunburn? You don't know how to no, treat sunburn? No, honestly, honestly. That I, 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 I guess you never sees the sun back in Canada. No, I suppose not. No, I just, I get, I get a go brown. I, I don't burn. He's um, the so least British person that is Yeah, British I've got ever. some weird Mediterranean. Tinge. When I went to the doctors when I was a kid, they asked uh, my mum, like, um, which, what race is his father? And it's because, really? uh, yeah, it's because, <laughs> really? uh, yeah, they actually asked, and uh, they said, is he Mediterranean in appearance? And uh, and so I was a, I was a brown kid, but you know I had, I had a blonde bowl cut too. So I was a weird. Con- I was weird a weird blonde. Yeah, I was blonde till I was eight oh. years old. Oh my god, I got to see a photo. I was yeah. blonde when Laura, I was a kid get too. Get me a photo of this. There are some incredible ASAP. photos to yeah, yeah, check out the bowl cut. Oh no, the bowl cut is particularly special Look to out. me. In my Ooh. heart. Me, me and my brother matching blonde bowl cuts yes. and matching clothes. I used to do that horrible twin thing, even though we weren't twins. We're three years apart. So after I dig out some pictures, check out the Instagram guys. Hashtag Living Abroad Pod. Oh, no, it's that living broadcast. Sorry. Uh, whatever you feel like at whatever. this point. Doesn't matter now. Whichever whichever one catches nobody on. uses no it. No one's looking at this thing. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I had to Google this because two in the morning I had to have a little walk around because the itch got so intense. And it was. And I looked and it's called, it's known as fire ant itch or hell's itch and uh, on my back. Sounds nice. Yeah, lovely. Just what you'd expect. So, uh, But Laura definitely came out the worst. Uh, she's those, those your poor legs. Yeah, yeah. I did. But I only have myself to blame. Yeah. So well, self-inflicted, but yeah. bloody UV, blame that. I yes. got that sunburn itch one time. Uh, I think it was like right after high school. We had a big beach day or something, and after a few drinks, again, Did I forgot. Did you catch to, a rashy? Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't have a rashy on. No rashy. Rash guard, but um, whatever it was, I, I got a nasty sunburn on my back, and then the next day had to. Uh, I, <laughs> I was doing a. A job. I was like refing soccer games. I was a referee really? for soccer. Do you have the, proper, the proper uh, kit on? You don't everything. do sports. No, no, no. <laughs> wasn't very good at the Did job. Did you know the rules? Why were you refereeing yeah. this? Just they were desperate. You make some money on the side. <laughs> Someone called it. I sick. took the course. My family's very passionate about soccer. But anyways, put this on. Put um, this. Yeah, I, like German. German. I was a linesman for the game this particular time. And oh, I, so you just got to learn whether it goes on this side of the line or that side exactly, of the line. Exactly. Okay. Raise the flag accordingly. Yeah. But my back was so a, itchy during this game. I was like scratching my back with, <laughs> with <laughs> your flag. flag. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Whatever you works. Just, people think that you're calling an out. Yeah. You're just scratching all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's offside. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Exactly. Well, oh, goodness. Well, we've got a little electric drum kit downstairs. Uh, I was doing a little, um, you know, itch with the drumsticks back there so whatever you've got in your hands whether it be a flag a drumstick whatever works well i'm sure the uh listeners are also itching to hear uh where laura is from why don't you tell us a little solid bit about segue. that laura yes, please, please okay well i'm from a uh, a city in australia called brisbane which is the third largest city in australia uh it's in queensland so in the tropics 
and uh, it is a river city. So the whole uh, downtown is based on a river. Similar to Vancouver, there are a lot of similarities between Vancouver and Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, Brisbane's a little bigger, but... Uh, is it? Yes, it is. Okay, okay. What would you say? <laughs> well, <laughs> you the downtown's bigger. No. <laughs> Bit defensive. But when you say third largest city in Australia, do you mean by population? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah, Mel- uh, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane. Mm. How's Perth ranking? Um, uh, uh, it's even. getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> no, we're one of the fastest growing cities. Well, it's I'd a capital say. city of up and coming of uh, Western Australia. Yes, so. yes, it is. Now the the river that's a bit of a problem. I remember it flooded. The whole of Brisbane flooded about ten yes. years ago, didn't it? Yeah. It did in twenty eleven. Um, okay, I was actually it was the week I moved. So I, I studied and uh, and lived briefly on the Sunshine Coast which is about two hours north of Brisbane. And it was the week I was moving back to Brisbane that it flooded and I was down in Brisbane looking for an apartment to rent during the flood. Oh, and that would have been fun. It was very fun. <laughs> Hope you had your rashi with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there was no sun to be seen. It was completely rained over. Um, and it, it broke its banks and it flooded most of downtown. I remember. It was, it was huge. It was huge. And it's the third time it's happened in Brisbane history as well. Queensland is fucked. <laughs> like, that's, like, on, that's a tourist like, board. There will be yes. part of Queensland that is like on fire with like yes. hectic bushfires and then like another part of Queensland will be getting flooded and then another part will have like monsoon season and everything can kill you. Like it is – it's pretty gnarly up well, there. Well, that was what was happening during that time is uh, it was in January so it was summer, middle of summer, and it was flooding in Brisbane and uh, it was uh, – on fire out in the country, and then in North Queensland, we were having cyclones. So Jesus, it was all going on. Like a beautiful place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the tagline is actually nowhere else but Queensland, and nowhere else but Queensland could that happen? So. Anywhere but Queensland. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's even that's before you even. Cheers, man. Uh, that's that's before you even mention the uh, lack of daylight savings time. We don't have daylight savings. Queensland yeah. does not believe in it. I like that. Yeah, I know it's got it's it's the same uh, longitude as New South Wales and Victoria. Yes, like Melbourne and Sydney, but it's an hour behind. Yes, it's an hour behind. Yeah, so we six. don't we don't have um, daylight savings either in Western Australia. Sounds we, like the Saskatchewan of uh, of Australia. Yeah, yeah. WA and Queensland, we're both a bit more. I like to think progressive, but some people mm, don't. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't want this to get political. It's but uh, yeah, w- WA went through a trial period of three years of daylight savings to see whether we would like it or not. We That's tested right. the waters and we ended up voting against it. And apparently it was like the dairy farmers voted against it because like the cows couldn't produce milk because they were getting confused because of one fucking hour. And I remember my auntie who suffers like, she always claims she suffers like really bad jet lag. The day that we changed the clocks, she said that she got jet lagged from changing the <laughs> clock one hour. Of course, of course wow. I'm like, Bev, you can't get jet lagged from daylight savings changing. Bev, the most Australian name ever. I love it. Bev. Oh, Bev. Uh, that's exactly the same reason that Queensland decided against it too. Big the dairy, dairy farmers? farming. Yes. Yeah, your milk's going to taste the same. <laughs> also, I don't advocate for cow's milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We got Mr. Vegan, Mr. V yes. over here. So did you grow up right in Brisbane or just like a family suburbia area? Well, Paint I grew the up, picture. Well, I grew up in the suburbs five minutes away from not being in Brisbane. Um, I lived right on the outskirts in a suburb called Callum Vale, 
which was right next to uh, the famous Logan, Lee. which is uh, well known as being the Logan Bogans. So, oh, okay. so what, what is a Bogan? Uh, Bogan is that. what Americans would call trash. <laughs> White trash. <laughs> Rednecks. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Slight, a slight mix between both. Trailer trash. A little. It means the English would say rubbish. <laughs> but actually, Calumvale is great. Uh, but I did go to school a bit closer in to yeah. the city. Okay. Um, and my dad actually worked downtown Brisbane for most of my childhood and teenage life. So we spent a lot of time downtown. You would never call it downtown when you're home though, right? <laughs> no, we call it the city. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I accidentally said downtown to my mates when I last visited and they were like, you're such a North American fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no such thing. The central business district, yeah, the, the CBD. CBD. The CBD, exactly. That's I get I asked do. that sometimes. Oh yeah, well. Where's the CBD? <laughs> That's my best Australian accent right there. Please keep it going. Uh, do the whole podcast in that accent. Yeah, CBD. for sure. Please do. It's fantastic. No, it's um, <laughs> the what? <laughs> well, it's like uh, in Hearn Bay, my little hometown. Someone was like, "Yeah, do you know where the uh, the, the the waterfront is?" And I was just like, "The the, the what?" And the, yeah, the waterfront, but it's like the seaside, the beach. And right. Like, okay. Yeah, like waterfront, CBD, wherever we are. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and you worked quite a lot in. You spent a lot of your life in the city, didn't you, in Brisbane? Yes, yeah. So my school was not far away from you know downtown, and my grandparents lived quite close. Uh, and then, uh, quite young, we would often go uh, to the CBD to see my uh, my dad and uh, and spend a lot of time down there. So I do. I am a city girl. I do love the city, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I'm drawn to. Vancouver most, I guess, in, in well, Canada. Shout out to your mum and dad and Pops as well. Yes. Who I know will be listening. Yes, they will. Um, but yeah, so that's my that's my town. So a city girl growing up. I was. And I lived there until I was 18 and then I moved away for university. Yeah. So how did you, you do uni? Mm, sorry? Where did you do university? Uh, the Sunshine Coast. So not to be mistaken with the Canadian Sunshine Coast, which is off yeah, the coast here. Not so Gibson's. much a city. Yeah. It's not a city. It's... Um, I mean, it's it's pretty big. It's, it's like a group of towns, isn't it? It's a group it? of really? towns like, that um, string up the coast. What do we name some town? Maroubra, Maroochydore, no Maroochydore, Maroubra. <laughs> Maroubra. I'm sure that's there's it. a town called Maroubra somewhere. No, that's in Sydney. Uh, Maroochydore, Maloolaba, um, uh, Caloundra, and Noosa. My parents live near Noosa. Yeah. Okay. It's the Sunshine Coast where the sun actually shines. Right. It does. Okay. Unlike the Canadian It is so <laughs> sunny all of the time. It okay. is, it's warm and it's beautiful. So I think yeah. geographically awesome. for people listening, it goes Sunshine Coast, Brisbane, and then Gold Coast yes, below, exactly yeah. right? Yes. Gold yeah. Coast is the furthest south. Yes. Okay. There's your Australian geography lesson for the day. Yes. Go, Most people know Surface Paradise being they would have heard the, of the that. Vegas of Australia. And the Surface. other... I think any Canadian who's ever been to Australia goes straight to Surface Paradise, yes. right? Mm. And the biggest other town that people would have heard of in Queensland is Cairns. Cairns. Cairns? Cairns. Cairns. Spelled C-A-I-R-N-S. Because that makes sense. Canadians like to pronounce every single letter. Yes, they do. Yeah, why have an alphabet if you're not going to say all those those letters? (laughs) Takes too long, mate. Mate, Australians are the most efficient country in the world. I read a survey about this. Because, no, because (laughs) we shorten every word. So we are saving seconds everywhere. You count that up. (laughs) Rashi. We live an extra two, three years longer than everybody else. We have extra time. Like he's reading this off a sheet of paper right now. <laughs> no, I've just had this discussion a lot. <laughs> and I totally yeah. feel you. And we're so relaxed that we just like get rid of all of the useless letters that don't do anything and just let it roll off the tongue. 
Just like so relaxed. Well, yep. I'm over here with the mm-hmm. Queen's English over here, you know. The, uh, we have the, the Queen's English. Queen Elizabeth II right. say? I, want, I don't uh, know. I don't know what she I'll say. ask her when we have her as a guest. I would love the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for Prince. I would love if Prince Harry became king. So yeah, we'd have a, a new king's, a yeah. king's English. What would that be? The like? king's English. Yeah, we get Hazard. Oh, he's on. pretty refined these days, isn't he? He's not as bad. He's not dressing up as Nazis anymore. Nah. Which is good. No, Megan wouldn't let him do that. No, no Megs. <laughs> Jesus. But, uh, no, just Eric doing the... Uh, the, the old Vietnam uh, chants. Yeah. Interesting, wasn't it? I wasn't expecting that. That's for sure. I didn't no? know what to say, to be honest. Really? No, it's just a touchy subject. Even yeah. all these years later, I suppose. What, an anti-Vietnam chant? It's an unnecessary know. war. You never know. So. That's mm. not That's not a controversial yeah. thing to say. Mm. No. Well, you, listeners anyway. will be the judge of that. <laughs> but yeah, Laura, so uh, when did you arrive here in beautiful Vancouver? So uh, actually next month in September is my four-year anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Oh, I call you. it a vaniversary. Yeah, we can go vaniversary, can <gasps> Oh, I like yeah, that one Yeah, you can go better. even I more like region-specific. Yeah. yeah, so I arrived here in uh, September 2015. So did I. <gasps> Woohoo! Oh, that's cute. Same vaniversary. We're, kinda, we're yeah. van buddies. Yeah. 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 Do you know the exact date? It was the 28th of September, yes. Nerd. <laughs> when you book a flight well when you go through p- permanent residency you have to know every date off yeah we know that is fair. <laughs> I did not have to do that to move driving here. four hours from fucking Kelowna mate. yeah Jesus <laughs> you had a long difficult trip that's what I had to do it. it was towards the beginning of the month so born, born here <laughs> awesome. with your Canadian passport well you beat me by a couple of, couple of weeks there we go right at the end of summer yes what was, yeah. the, what was the thought process behind well, that well actually I booked a flight that was supposed to arrive here in the last week of July Mm. Uh, and I had a visa problem. So I stopped of off in... Yeah, I know. <laughs> Only happens to me. I stopped no, off in Europe all of us. Uh, for a two-week trip between my flight from uh, Australia to Vancouver. And during that time, I got an email saying that my visa had fallen through because I had not provided what my... What you done? Well, I hadn't emailed them my uh, Queensland driving record to say that I wasn't yeah. a you know, mm. dangerous driver on the roads. And that's a Queensland thing. Like fucking mm-hmm. weird. It's, it's, it's a little bit, it's just a little bit backwards up there. <laughs> now it is. Um, I might be wrong here, but just speaking of that, a bit of a side note, up until a couple of years ago, wasn't the Queensland license just a piece of cardboard that was laminated? Yes, it was. <laughs> when was. did that get changed? Um, it got changed just before I left <laughs> for Canada, actually. Is that what? It's amazing. I loved my... This is a first world country, by the way, folks. Sounds yeah. like they left someone from Logan <laughs> in charge of making the driver's license. It was a piece of laminate, yeah. You loved your cardboard laminate. I honestly did. It was the best photo I've ever done at the, like... <laughs> If it goes Department in, of Transport. If, it, if it's in your pocket and it goes through the washing machine, you're done. It's going to get no, it's melted. Laminated. Yeah. It's fine. It would have melted out at Bunsen Lake. It would have. <laughs> Just like your legs. Under oh. your rashy. Yeah. Yeah. Under, so again, shortening the word. We got your rash guard on. Rashy. But actually, it. you can keep extending that. So if you never changed a dress or anything about yourself, you could keep extending that piece of paper... Uh, driver's license by just ordering stickers from the Department of Transport what, to stick just, on the back. And you just stick over. it over. You stick it over like to update the date of your... Similarly to here when you part. change apartment yes. or oh, change yeah. address, they give you a sticker and you just stick over on the driver's and license. I actually well, did that for two years. they charge you 80 bucks for a new card, so... Yeah. Uh, Is that yeah. the tourism that. challenge thing as well? Don't we stick stickers stick on that? Stick it over. Yeah. Stick it over. That's, um, a, that's, what, that's a very niche reference. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just, uh, sorry, guys. You Vanners would know that one. That's one for you. Vancouverites out there. So you had to provide your drivers. 
abstract to get yes. here. So That's in weird. the other states in Australia, it's actually included in your criminal record check. So you get a national criminal record check from the federal government that says you aren't a criminal, basically. Um, but the Queensland government does not include the driver's portion in that exam. So you have to provide separate record for your drivers and a separate record for your you know, federal criminal report. That's all. Um, so if you don't provide both, that's considered a void application. So Queensland. I know, so Queensland. Was it just a fuck up on your part or it was, was it just... It was a fuck up on my part. I I have uh, actually lived in England before on a very similar visa and I had to do it for England and it just uh, it didn't occur to me that I'd have to do it for Canada as well. It's easy to do because you've got to provide so many documents and you yeah. get this massive long checklist and it's so easy to just overlook one you know, tiny thing. It, it it just must happen all the time. All the time. So is, is that meant that you were stuck in Europe for a bit longer than you had thought? Yes, I was stuck in Europe for, th- well, stuck is a Stranded. relative term. Sorry, yeah. Um, in it. Europe for three and a half months rather Ugh. than two weeks. Whereabouts were you? Well, all over the place. I actually did a, a trek, a, a month-long trek called the Camino de Santiago uh, during that time because Sounds I had exotic. plenty of time. Well, it was actually, it's a, a trek, it. well, it's a pilgrimage across Spain from one side of Spain to the other side of Spain and it takes a month. Oh, shit. Yeah. She took the pilgrimage. Yeah, she I've started in yeah. France for one of the routes, yes. right? Um, uh, Saint jean de port is the s- official start of the main, the France route, they call it. So, and you start there and you cross the border the first day over the Pyrenees Mountains, which is amazing. And then you walk- Peony. The, yeah, <laughs> the peony could have just been down the road, Vancouver. <laughs> uh, and then you continue to hike for the next month all the way through the center of Spain, basically into the other side of the country to uh, Santiago, which is the Santiago del Camino, which is the uh, the end. And there's a big cathedral there that is tra- the traditional end of the trek. Damn. Uh, so what's the amazing. what's the trekking like? Like compare it to say the North Shore Mountains here in Vancouver for oh, like no. terrain and stuff. No, nothing no. like that. It's um, not like you're doing the grass grind every day. No, <laughs> the, we do have you do have to go up mountains, but it's probably three or four days maximum out of the entire month that you have to walk okay. up a mountain like that. Um, it's mostly flat. It's through uh, forest areas, and then there's a week that you walk through desert, like actual desert. Hmm. Interesting. She, yeah, she it was, it was incredible and. Uh, Laura, we're, we're a bit of a soppy couple. Sorry, listeners. I couldn't uh, tell because you did call her a clubfoot. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a term of endearment yeah. in, uh, in Queensland. Could cover um, up. Could yeah. cover uh, up. <laughs> but no, uh, Laura, what was the translation there of uh, one of those walks? So, okay. So funnily enough, um, I'd gone through a bit of a tough time before that trek. And, uh, and of course, the visa issues were very stressful. Um, and so that trek was kind of uh, life-changing. But the literal translation of uh, the Santiago deal Camino is the way of St. James. So... Oh, I, I told you it was Sophie. I told you. <laughs> it was she, she brought this I up. No. Well, because when I first met James, I thought, there's no way. Like, so you were on a pilgrimage. I was a pilgrimage, pilgrimage to James. To James. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at how big James's head is right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't get out of this door, guys. going to fall James. off the roof. We met uh, within two months of me finishing that trek. So, wow. yeah, it's a big, uh, big thing. Yeah. yeah. Very fun coincidence I like to bring up every night. Again. My brothers yeah. and I want to do the same trail. It's, it's stunning and it is uh, very personally satisfying. And yeah. it was satisfying, all right. 
What, wait, <laughs> well, the three of us are you and currently yeah. fighting for James's affection as well. Yeah, I was so. going to say you, yeah, and, yeah. you and your brothers. You and your brothers yeah. are going to come to the way of St. James. I would saying? I would pay money to see that trait. <laughs> that is a documentary in the making. It's waiting to happen. You. Yeah, yeah. What kind of footwear yeah, would you be? Uh, Oh, you need to be prepared. Barefoot all oh, the way. I yeah. got blisters so badly that you I get blisters all the fucking yeah, time. You're, you're no, blistered but up this as we worse. speak. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the sun shines on them, they get blisters. You so. got your club feet, you got your blisters. But, but I mean, not it's only did I get blisters, I got uh, um I got uh Rashy. fractures in my feet from fractures. Yes. I took too like much stress luggage with fractures. Me. Stress fractures, yes. Jesus. Because uh, okay. I, I was carrying too much weight. You're supposed to carry uh, about a quarter of your body weight, and I was carrying about half my body weight. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Got your heels in, your nightgown for the big <laughs> night. <laughs> well, I didn't know I was going to do it because I didn't know I'd be stuck in, uh, well, in Europe well, for stranded. that long. So yeah. I had like clubbing gear, makeup, four sets of high heels. Wow. Uh, wow. Clubbing you know, gear. <laughs> so it's, it's makeup and I mean, uh, all of that. It sounds like you made the, the best of, um, of a shitty situation. It was, it was fantastic. And it did kill a month. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. funny as well when Laura, uh, she found an apartment over on, uh, where was it over? It was Kingsway. Night Kingsway. Yeah. Night in Kingsway. We went to a little pub and there was a whole group of people preparing to do the Camino. And Laura was there, like, seeing all the maps. She's like, yeah, been there, been there. But it was kind of cool seeing, like, everyone about to head off and Laura really just to find arrived. their James. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're looking for their James. <laughs> well, there's plenty to go around to everyone. But yeah, so we're all looking for our James. <laughs> <laughs> going, uh, going back a little bit, what about, where did you spend your time in Europe? You said you lived in the UK, was it? Yeah, so when I was uh, 22 years old and I'd done all the things that you're supposed to do by that age, like graduate university and get a full-time job then. And I thought, oh, is, this, uh, is this all uh, that's going to happen now? I'm going to be working full time. then I thought, nope. So I quit my job and I bought a one-way ticket to London. And uh, like, you know, such a cliche Australian that I am. Yeah. Uh, ended up in the two most cliche Australian places ever. Shepherd's Bush? Uh, no, well, London and oh, Canada. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, Shepherd's Bush. No, I lived in a... I lived there for uh, about a year and I did some backpacking during that time. But um, I lived in a tiny little suburb called Plasto, which uh, is very far east in London and because uh, it was all I could afford to live. Um, okay. And it was about 45 minutes from downtown London on the, the train. Wow. Wow, that's a yes. fair way out then, hey? Yes, it was. Is that past the, the main ring road or the It's past – uh, um, it's out near where West Ham Football Stadium is. Okay. I, I don't that's claim so to cool. know that much about uh, – <laughs> yeah, How long did you spend in London, Mikey? Um, well, I was originally going to move there, but uh, I've only – I've travelled there three separate times, so I know a little bit about it. My dad's from there, so I can I can claim a little bit so of lucky. Yeah. You have a, a little bit of London. British passport claims there. British passport, yeah, yeah. Do you get the British passport when your dad's born there, or is it only your mum's side? No, dad as well. Oh, cool. You used to be able to get it just if one grandparent was born there. That's right. You could you could get it, but they've changed those rules now. So, um, so um, like my nieces and nephews, unfortunately, they can't get it because you know. They they changed the rules. Snooze, you lose. Yep. It's not even their fault. But <laughs> just no, saying. It. Uh, well, they were born. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably not their fault. But no, uh, so, did, did you work in your? What was your industry? In well, I was a journalist at the time. So oh, I was shit. a. I Eric was, used to be a journalist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is. I was a print journalist, which was a dying uh, industry at that point. Uh, going back Dead to now. 2012. 
Yeah. Um, I loved, I wrote for Lifestyle Magazines. So I was an oh, all-rounder. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. What's some um, plug, plug like an article that we can uh, check out? The, the magazine that I worked for doesn't exist anymore because of oh. the dying print industry. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that it was a Brisbane-based Lifestyle Magazine. Um, uh, and so I did that. But when I went to London, anything that's not London or England based doesn't mean anything to exactly. the British press. It does mean, it means nothing. But the press and journalism in London, it must be such a tough industry to get into, right? I couldn't break into it. No. No, it I couldn't so, break into it. It's so tough. It's so difficult. It's like one of the most prestigious presses in yes. the world though. Yeah. British journalism. Well, yeah, it used to be. It lost a lot of credibility when the whole um, Murdoch, what's that Fuck. newspaper thing? Like, what was the main the newspaper that, that stopped the sun? running? No. No. The, the, the Sun? The no, daily, the sun's still going. The daily Daily Mail Mail's still going. Oh, uh, Guardian's still going. Independent's oh. still going. What, what? Okay, never mind. <laughs> there was a scandal though involving like phone tapping. Yeah, that's oh, what I was. The tap that's probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Tap. Tap gate. Yeah. That was Murdoch Papers, I believe. Yes, it was. It was something to do with Shit. That. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, yeah. It was like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Eric, Eric used to be in the journalism game. Did in you Van- know that? in uh, oh. Kelowna? No, I was a beat reporter in Vancouver. He that's was awesome. on yeah. the street like... Anytime I have a conversation with Eric <laughs> on the street, he's like, "Oh yeah, there was this time I did an interview with that person, or I covered that topic." Like, if yeah. I had a dollar for every time he mentioned that, like, what, what's some of your favorite big events that you covered? Man, I was not ever on the forefront of like big events happening in Vancouver. I was a very low level reporter at a now defunct station called Roundhouse Radio that, uh, that yeah, happened time? to be situated in what we love to talk about here, the downtown east side in Vancouver. Uh, Funny enough, on my first day as a ri- as an intern, so the Roundhouse Community Center is a place in Vancouver situated in Rail- in uh, Yale Town, rather. <laughs> Rail uh, Town. Ye- no, Yale Town, very nice neighborhood in downtown. I show up at the Roundhouse Community Center my first day just thinking, okay, this is obviously where it is. You I idiot. call them, hey, just looking for uh, where the station is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's wherever the address was. Oh, I think I'm in the right, in the wrong place. I hope Shit. you turned up in like a suit and a briefcase and then you had to go from <laughs> Yale town to downtown East side wearing that. Oh That's my That's precisely goodness. what happened. Yeah. You did? It's the yeah, best. Of course. It's the best It's the best ever. case scenario. Did you have a tie on? I don't think I had a tie my first day. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's you, an internship. Any, no effort. They didn't expect me to. I know it's an internship. Yeah. But you I know. showed up. I showed up at the interview for um, for the internship wearing a tie, and they told me I didn't need to wear one. Well, oh, of course. I think when you should always um, <laughs> go to an interview with, with a Mikey tie. Mikey is a believer in the tie. Yeah, no, but during that, an interview. When it's the internship, okay, fair enough. Yeah. But so you're just walking through the downtown east side, jeans, t-shirt, chilled out. Very few times, besides like election coverage, did I ever wear. A tie as a reporter. Election. You did election coverage. Yeah, yes. I covered the um, the uh, the 2017 provincial election. Damn, that was a big See, one too. He has done. Hitting. What hasn't he done? Amazing. And now you've stooped to the lows of doing a podcast with James and myself. <laughs> wow. I was going to say like we're hey, new, like, new media, down bro. The toilet. New media, yeah, bro. Come on. Hey, guess what? The radio station I worked for not on the air anymore. Guess what's out every Friday on the podcast platform exactly. of your choice. Come on. Living a broadcast, bitches. Who's yeah. got 10 plus <laughs> listers, motherfucker? Oh, there's a 13 this week, guys. <laughs> Let's Unlucky be honest. For some. If I'm being honest, we don't get that much smaller numbers than the radio station did. Oh, it, oh, no, now I know. Okay, so this this might be comforting for anybody who's ever worked in radio who might hear this. Um, Tim, yeah, 
Shouts out. If you actually see the hard numbers of how many people tune into the hard work that you are putting out on a daily basis to a radio station, unless you work for a major big market station, (laughs) those numbers hurt. Yeah, I bet. There are a lot of radio stations here in Vancouver as well. Exactly. There's a lot of But how many can you name? Well, Two, three? Yeah, probably. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, I had a, I had friends, for example, who did Fran- French language CBC radio. Nice. Radio de Canada, or whatever it's called. <laughs> um, nine Is people. that still going? I'm yeah. learning French. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I mentioned yeah. that. I should listen to that. Gina's got that on Give her uh, presets, hasn't she? Nine, nine people yeah. kind of thing. I, I shouldn't even be talking about this shit <laughs> this right now. Weed, no, no, no. We're going to get to the weeds now. But no, I, I <laughs> covered a lot of stuff involving like the opioid, <clears throat> opioid crisis in the early stages. Oversaw the openings of different supervised injection clinics. Um, there political goes, stuff. The spent time in the courtroom. Who's the most famous person you interviewed? Come on. Give us someone. Um... Henry Winkler. Uh, oh, what the Fonz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Uh, yeah, at a comic at a comic book convention. <laughs> what was he doing there? Um, promoting some Be- TV show. Was he dressed up as the Fonz? Well, no, absolutely I wouldn't be surprised not. if there's like a Happy Happy Days reboot coming or some shit like that. I no, can imagine. He he's got a show. <laughs> I, I think it. it's called it's called Barry or we something like that. Barrier. Barry. Oh, okay. Barry or something like that. I think it's Barry or Bernie. Hmm, you did well listening and yeah. <laughs> a whole lot. This is straight from the source. I don't know. He's got a bunch of books out too. Mm. What? The yeah. About being guess, dyslexic and well, stuff like that. Oh, well, he's very, topic. yeah. Famously, he talks about that in would his personal guess, life. Uh, would you guess the title of a Henry Winkler book? Would it be called happy days? Is that too obvious? I don't think that's what it's called. It's got to be. <laughs> I didn't even talk to him about that. Well, you know, what? you're not showing an no. interest in his, oh, his latest man. work. That's just... What's well, the opportunity there? Not hey, journalist. So also, Laura. Um, yeah, Laura's <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, so... That was cool. No, no, it's all... As, as Mikey said, How every time he took... to t- fucking Mary Winkler? Journalism. Well, <laughs> you guys oh, yeah, were asking right. yeah, me. Yeah, my bad. I know, my but bad. that's cool. That no, me. Because, no, because Mikey said every time he chats to you... He learns a new thing about, and, that we, and we, did, did. we did. We together. let the audience into the a audience new part of Eric, and I want to delve into this deeper on another podcast. Yeah, later. that's not even mentioning the stand-up work. And, uh, oh and my god, whole, yeah, so I that, cannot wait to get that's to a that. whole new avenue. We'll leave the uh, <laughs> we'll leave the listeners wanting more on um, on that forefront. Yeah, come on. Um, so the big question, I think, what are we up to, Laura? What are, what made you choose Vancouver? I suppose. How'd well, you get here? Well, so I did England and uh, did a lot of Europe multiple times. <laughs> Thank you very much for that snigger there. I appreciate it. She did England. I did. <laughs> I know, I'm not ashamed to we say We get that. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you did England. Not yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. did Europe. Still doing England. Times. She just yep. did it yeah. to this day. And uh, I was back in Australia for a bit and... Um, <laughs> How was it going Working. back to Australia for a bit after living abroad it for was, a little bit? It was eye-opening because the world was very much now open to me and my mind was opened a lot more than it was when I left because I never really considered the world, you know, much. You can live in a bubble in Australia. It's very easy to do. Yeah, so you, um, just, you just saw things from a different point of view? and I things, did, yeah. You know? And I was actually planning to be back for only about five months and I was going to go back to England because I had still had time on my visa. But uh, I ended up getting a good work opportunity and I thought I'd pursue it. Um, and it ended up not being 
you know, what I wanted to do with my life, which is fine. So during that time I was considering moving somewhere else and I thought Canada sounds great. Um, but I actually considered moving to Montreal because I wanted to be in the European side of things because I love Europe a lot. Um, and I thought I'll move to uh, Montreal where they speak French and it's all very European over there. Is, and, uh, is James as close to a European guy that you could get? <laughs> <laughs> He's got that Mediterranean. Except for a mere, well, actually, yeah. Yes, I What's have his that, father's uh, race? I, have that, I had that, how do you say, Montreal vibe. <laughs> But you wouldn't have been able to move That's there, the correct? He put on on when he met no, you, right? I wouldn't have been able to be <laughs> a resident, but I could have uh, travelled there. Right, okay. Yeah. okay. You, have you, I'll, ask, I'll ask you this. Have you been to Montreal? I have not, there we no. Go. <laughs> no, okay. So uh, so that was my plan, but actually I got uh, I got told about Vancouver from uh, a previous partner I was with at the time who had been here. Said, Sit down, James. Oh, Sit down. Got, got to bring him up every single No, this time. is a very quick mention. Uh, but that is the reason why I chose Vancouver because I had never heard of really yeah, – I knew of no Vancouver, threat. but I didn't know no anything threat. about Vancouver. I was the same. I'd heard of Vancouver. Always gets to the top of like the most livable yes. cities in the world, but I knew fuck all I about Vancouver. I didn't know anything about it. All I knew was Whistler. Uh, and that wasn't <laughs> really my goal. Whistler. Right. Okay. Life. Whistler. Uh, so, uh, Whistler was your goal. Yeah. No, it was not. Oh, sorry. No, she I was. Can you actually listen for once? <laughs> I was. Am I boring Bloody, you that much? I mean, no, I, know this no, ain't, no. I know this ain't Henry Winkler, but you got to pay attention. <laughs> I mean, I could try and. Whistler wasn't your goal. Good. Yeah, no, so Thinking I. Thinking beyond most Australians. <laughs> Do you then? think you could have forged a journalism career in, in the Whistler Times? Absolutely. <laughs> There's life in that old dog, yeah. <laughs> not, not Laura. The, the uh, paper. Ooh, snowboard <laughs> stolen from bottom of mountain. <laughs> Big breaking story. Absolutely. Well, ice cave caves in on tourists would have been. That would recent. have been a great That's story. A little, that actually, oh shit, James. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking Bring it dark. Us down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> We're covering hard hitting journalism here, guys. Well, this is why I'm not. Six a months right. later. Yeah, so, I know. Sorry, it still stings. It's, uh, you know. <laughs> but uh, sorry, I don't want to bring the tone down. But so uh, Whistler was off the cards. <laughs> Whistler was off the cards, and so I, I kind of looked at Vancouver and I thought, okay, no, I'll give it a go. Like I'm pretty open to trying new things, and my uh, my goal was kind of to spend a couple of years here, just working around, like maybe pursuing some other career opportunities that I hadn't uh, known about yet, you know, following what may be. And then I was going to head to South America uh, and then back to hopefully Germany because I've always had a very big love of Germany. It's a very beautiful country. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, but after I got here, uh, it was, you know, beautiful city and I was here for a couple of months and that brings me to James. Wow. A couple of months. The pilgrimage. Yes. That's How his new that nickname. Happen? The pilgrimage. <laughs> the pilgrimage the came pilgrimage. to attention. I do like to consider, well, I do like to think that uh, it was all leading me to him. That's a bit too soppy. This is going to be the embarrassing <laughs> part of the podcast, guys. Yeah. But, well, we'll uh, keep yeah. it brief and we'll keep it James uh, yeah. short. It. Look at him. No, it. it's, you know, I, I love her. What can I say? Yeah. Um, but I, living here was not on my kind of peripheral I was enjoying my time here and I was you know getting into the city and everything it had to offer and it was fall and you know as we all know fall is a stunning time of year uh, with all of the leaves and everything and then uh, actually my mum decided to come visit me for Christmas uh, just before Christmas and at that time she decided to stay at a hotel and that hotel was the one that James was working front desk at Oh, oh, shit. Yep. Yes. What? Oh, that I one's been that. brought up before. I didn't see it that has. coming. Have That's you never heard this story turn. before? I've always told you, no, no, I've always told you guys how we met at the Barad. 
I heard this story the first day James and I ever met. There you go. Maybe I just wasn't listening. <laughs> no, I, I actually Come don't. On, mate. I actually don't remember. Well, this is but. the grand retelling because you're going to get the you know the yeah. this really uh, lovely. No, version. this story seriously right. just like, comes full classic. circle, like man. Classic. Because we get the we get the where she comes from. Mm-hmm. She gets. We got the how she got here, and we got the who she's doing. I mean, how she, oh, yeah. <laughs> what she's doing now. Well, yeah. Uh, what can I say? But I say as well. <laughs> It was a little pre-warned that this podcast, towards the latter stages, may be a bit James heavy. So I'm gonna, I'll, I'll just hang it back to Laura. I'm sorry if this is. Uh... I'll keep it. I'll keep it nice and quick. So basically, my mum uh, came. She was staying at uh, the hotel James worked at, and mm-hmm. I would come into the hotel to mm-hmm. uh, wait for my mum to come down, and uh, James would be at the desk, and he was giving me the old eye. Hey. <laughs> Uh, and my mum, who is a fantastic talker and likes a good yarn, and yeah. James, who also likes good yarn, they struck up conversation. Gassy Jack. Yeah. Mm, struck you up conversation. To pick up Laura's mum, were you? Uh, <laughs> well, she's you a know, very lovely lady, but. Me, she, uh, you know. she is, yeah. Hey, uh, how you doing out there? <laughs> Did you but, forget her name? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I haven't. What is it then? Oh my god. <laughs> no, I love it. You know. I hope to God know. Laura's mum doesn't know how to download podcasts. <laughs> she actually has listened to all episodes of this. Uh oh. She, yeah, she's, she's a regular. She's James very technologically trouble. savvy. But nah. uh, yeah, so they struck up conversation, and James had obviously seen me and put two and two together. Well, it's the same. We're, we're cat sitting for Kay at the moment. Laura's mum, also named Kay. Yeah, so, so he does a... know my mum's name. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> just oh, just in case there were people just, out there. I know. I know. We, we, had the, we had the little silence there. We got Ray and Ray and Kay out there. I know. Oh, right. my parents' Kay. names are matching names, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ray and Kay. They always used to joke that they should have called me May and my brother's name should have been Shay and then we could all have been uh, like the Kardashians. Then you go lay on the hay and... Yeah, the Kardashians of Queensland. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. actually incredible. <laughs> I'd, I'd pay to watch that. <laughs> All right. That's a, that is a reality show. Would you show. play to watch uh, K, Ray, May and Shay living their lo- K, best lives? K, Ray, May and Shay. In yeah. the Golden State or whatever they call it. So, uh, yeah. Kath and Kim spin Sunshine off. State. Yeah. yeah. Sunshine State. Um, Thank yeah. You. So they... They would talk and then uh, James would lead the conversation on to me because he had seen me around and uh, my mum would just gas bag about me and um, I hadn't really met anyone in the city yet. Gas bag means talk a lot for all the non-Australians out there, by the way. Well, yeah, Laura's mum, obviously, and it's funnily enough, she'd actually been out on a tour with the company that we currently work for. Oh, my God. Just the, it's intertwined. And it's a tour that I had booked over, so, yeah, so I booked this Getting tour. that commish. Yeah, exactly. Ka-ching. Uh, extra P45. Oh, not P45, <laughs> the uh, T1, sorry. <laughs> I'm still in the UK. You know. um, but no, extra T1. But yeah, Laura's mum came back. I, I showed, obviously, chatting to her, seeing what's going on. And I'd seen Laura, of course. And she had so many things in common that her mum was describing. So Laura, at the time, worked for a photography studio. What? How was that? Uh, yeah, I used to be a photographer also. Oh, so I had some wow. photography um, training from my journalism degree. Uh, right, is that like a unit you have to do? Yeah, like you have pho- to do some photography, photography unit. I actually took some extra photography studies because I thought it was really awesome. Okay. Uh, which it is. And then when I got out here, I just started working for a studio because I was looking to just try some different things out and that was awesome but didn't pay a lot. Yeah. So I had to change. But anyway, at that time I was working as a photographer. And uh, James, uh, as listeners may know, has wow. a photography degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So that piqued his interest a little. And, um, Did. Yeah. So basically my uh, lovely 
partner was like, well, let me get in here in this uh, lovely opening that she's just <laughs> she opened knows, for me. She knows how it is. Uh, and he said, well, if she ever needs anyone to show her around, then I'd be more than happy to show her some Vancouver sites. And my mum said, great. And then the next day when James came back into work, my phone number was waiting <laughs> on his computer desk. Yeah, it was uh, there. My mum had pimped note. me out. Yeah, I was going to say, what's it like for your mum to have been like your wing net, your wing woman? That's uh, embarrassing. Well, it was. An, it was. But <laughs> very, it was very grateful. It was. Course. You know, I, I knew the way the way it was going though. Say, so I'd seen Laura come in. I wanted to take her out, and I had kind of. She hadn't been around for a few days, and then when her mum came back from a tour, you know, that was when I thought, you know, I'm uh, going to ask her. She'd like to be shown around, and our first date in the Main Street Brewery. So shout out to them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then and the rest is history, and it's been almost uh, four years. Yeah. Wow, so you were only Beautiful. here for barely less than two months. Yeah, Just, yeah. That's James doesn't right away. Muck around. So <laughs> you know, I mean, a lot of people like, on this podcast they talk about why they are here and why they stay. And for me, I guess it's a mix of both the Van the Vancouver the Vancouver city uh, culture is great and it's amazing. But yeah. I stayed for love <laughs> and uh, building my future here. So, wow. yeah. <laughs> Sorry for the yeah. Apologies, that's the last time, and he's a no, bloody no, idiot. No, no. So. <laughs> oh, we know. Yeah, that's the very very yeah, well no, we, Thank you. How many of these have we done so far? We know this. <laughs> we uh, so this is this is it. This is where you're gonna build your lives. Do you think? Do do you have? Do you have permanent residency? I do. Yes. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Uh, it's coming up two years that I've had permanent residency. Oh, okay. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. Mm. So next, yeah, as uh, James says, next step is citizenship. Just to lock in mm-hmm. that passport so that we can have more flexibility and yeah. And for you, how far away is that? Uh, only another f- four or five months. Okay. And yeah, James, you've already good. got that process kind of. Yes. Or you, you can do it. You, you exactly. qualify already, yeah. don't you? So yeah. it's a certain time, X amount of time after you become a permanent resident. So yeah, Laura's coming up to that mark, and yeah, we'll both get them uh, Canadian passports. And is that yeah. the plan to do it together? Um, it will be beyond the regular amount. Ma- I mean, the citizenship. Oh, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> yeah, still going, still going. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah, it'll be, yeah, together in many senses. Yeah. But yeah, but we still have to apply separately currently. So. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's exciting times ahead and yeah. it's been incredible so far. We've seen a lot of the country together and taken advantage of a lot of what Canada has to offer. So yeah, it's been a great few years and... Yeah, Laura coming from another country. There's got to be a few things that we all have about when you're living abroad. What are some of the things that might segue us into a nice bit of whinge binge? Is there anything that uh, is grinding your gears currently? Yeah, we've we've talked enough about this beautiful city we live in. We like to complain about it once in a while. Yeah. Lay it on us, Laura. Well, there's only three things that I have complaints about. (laughs) Only three. (laughs) Only three. Specifically. There's really only three things, Okay. Uh, the first is the rain. Uh, being from Queensland, I cannot stand it. I've never there liked it. Does it rain here? Uh, <laughs> I never yeah, noticed. I have not ever noticed. And you forget about it during the summer. I know. You're like, You forget oh. about it. Yeah. And yeah. then and then even through fall when it's beautiful, crisp days and it's just stunning and then you still forget. And then it just comes all at once and you go, oh, yeah. So Yeah. So <laughs> we ha- we've had like a pretty dry summer and I've been cycling to work like a fair bit. And uh, I woke up. Well, when, when did it rain? Two days ago, and it rained it was yesterday. Like pretty heavily. Yesterday. Was that yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday morning. Yeah. And I woke up, and I was literally like, "Oh, 
how do I get to work? <laughs> I got a cab. <laughs> I got oh a cab God. to work because I was yeah. like, I can't cycle in this. It was yeah. horrendous. It was convenient. I cab to work. For you, bassoon. I'm a yeah. I'm a runner, so I run or cycle to work most days. Oh yeah. So. I mean, I'll run in the rain. I've run in the snow, but it's just much nicer when it's That's, not doing either. And hang, I'm, hang. Yeah, go, James. I was going to say, I'm j- I will cut in there just for a moment because obviously Laura being our guest, that's quite an amazing thing that you, yeah, how do you get to work every day, Laura? Run or bike. So hang on, because this is funny because I was driving today in East Vancouver and someone was running towards me on the sidewalk and... She was looking at me and I was like, what's going on? No, no, no. Hello, hello. Nah, but, um, easy, you know, easy. as you went past, I was like, shit, that's, that's fucking Laura. And I forgot, to, you know, I didn't have time to wave kind of thing. And I was like, weird place for Laura to be running. So you were actually running home? Yes. My God, how far is that? It's uh, 10 to 11 kilometres depending on the Each route. way. Because we way. are so far fucking west. Like, yeah. We are kind of, kind of like East East Russia here almost. Like that's how far west we are. Our home yeah. is only five minutes drive from our current location on this roof deck. Yeah. So yeah, it's we're about the same well as- over this side. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Towards the University of British Columbia. I do apologise. I didn't wave. Okay. Though. I didn't 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 recognise. <laughs> you didn't wave. Super I, you, didn't, you didn't wave. I, I was in a moment of shock. I just thought, who is that? Shock. Yeah. It's Mikey. Now you bring it up, yeah. and yeah. you know. <laughs> okay, yeah. so that is um, the rain. That's fair enough. Number yeah. one yes, is rain. the rain, and I think that's a big whinge binge for yes. all of us. Let's yeah. let's be honest. When I moved here, I liked the rain. Like I grew up in a place where it didn't rain up rain that often, and I was like, oh, I, I quite like the rain. You know, wow. you get a nice relaxing day out of it. <laughs> and then I had my first Vancouver winter, and I'm like, oh, it's depressing if it does this five. Six, seven, eight days in a row. You, well, yeah. so out, All of the, winter. out of the four of us around this table, then I'm the only one that grew up in rain. Yeah, oh, probably. Uh, yep, pretty much. Well, that's why, you know, Mr. Assimilation over here. He loves it. Grew up in the childhood in the rain, boy, as uh, yeah. depressing as that sounds. <laughs> James still jumps in mud puddles, everyone. <laughs> well, drives through them in four by fours these days up in Whistler. <laughs> Yeah, and, too. And, and jump through puddles, yeah. But go ahead. But in Australia, it does, just doesn't rain like that. You know, it, it'll come down every, you know, in the summer, it'll storm for a couple of hours in the afternoon and then it's gone. Yeah. In Queensland. Like, like we'll get like a couple of hours of torrential mm-hmm. rain and then it's just dry for the next three months and it doesn't <laughs> rain one bit. And then exactly. torrential rain for three hours and then it's dry. But here it's just <laughs> constant. It's just constant. It's the yeah. constantness. It does set in Made and it won't, it won't let up. Um, that, uh, that's what kills you. Yep. Yes. Well, but very understandable. I think every Vancouverite would like a little bit less rain. So, um, you know, fingers crossed that climate change really, um, really, really gets started. Let's yeah. go. Here. I, I do notice. <laughs> I, don't well, th- I don't think the rain's going to change with, uh, uh with the climate. Well, it's called climate change. We're, we're so at the something's base. Something's going to change. It's just going to be more rain, less snow. Yeah, at the base of a mountain, we're going to get that rain. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, in Vancouver, people will slap on their Gore-Tex. They got their, you know, full body waterproofs on and just getting on with it out there. Yeah. I don't know. Do you notice that a bit more? I, I mean, only... You've got to from, embrace it. Yeah, if you speaking, don't embrace it... Speaking you... from the rainy origins, that's yeah. the thing. Back there, it seems to be a bit more of a... Oh shit! It's fucking raining. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's well as out here. It's like oh, it's raining. Oh, we yeah. just got to get no. on with it. It's yeah. part of your day. It's people, part of your life. People have big budgets for rain gear here. That's for oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. <gasps> Fun fact: I have never owned a rain jacket 
<laughs> since I've lived in Vancouver, which is like no. wait, one of the most the rainiest cities in yeah. North America, or whatever. Right? No Gore-Tex. Never ever owned a rain jacket until my um my housemate uh, bought me a rain jacket for um for. For my birthday, which was in April, so I've barely used it because it's been <laughs> oh, summer. That's yeah, it's been cute, pretty but, good. Uh, no, it, it was super cute. So I'm looking forward to to using it. And as I said, I'll 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 enjoy it for the first day, and then I'll I'll get pretty over it probably. Yeah, yeah. it's very hot. It doesn't it's not very sweaty. Uh, yeah, it's very sweaty. Doesn't breathe a lot. It does not. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're not problem. they're not the most fun thing to wear. So that's your number one whinge binge. Number what's one. um what's number two on the list? Two and three kind of uh, intertwine, but uh, uh, the uh, High cost of uh, rent that we have. Is it expensive here? Um, what? Yeah. Didn't notice. Didn't notice. <laughs> but I mean, didn't notice that my I mean, like, uh, balance was in negatives. Yeah. <laughs> the high cost of rent, just in general across the board, even in the smaller places, yeah. that you could, you would usually be able to get as a bit of a steal in a in another city that wasn't Vancouver. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so, like, compare it to say Brisbane, yes, where you're from. Yes, like what you and you and James live together. Say, if you have, get that chunk of money that you pay per month, what could you get with that in Brisbane? Could you upgrade a fair bit? Oh yeah, I mean, like, it's all Australia is getting expensive, and it always is. But mm-hmm. you can still find a good, solid, like, two bedroom apartment within like. 10 to 20 kilometer radius of downtown for what we're paying. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it kind of goes hand in hand with the third point, which is the, uh, it's very serious points of whinge bitching, but, um, uh, of the, did you say whinge bitching? Whinge bitching. <laughs> That's what I like. I like it. It's a I new like segment. It. New segment. Whinge bitching. Uh, of the lower wage. Yeah. The lower general average wage that and, most and, people get. And that's the thing. In Australia, it's sustainable, but more sustainable because you have a better wage. But yes. here, the difference between the wages and the cost of living aren't, aren't equal yes. at all. And that's what can really fuck us up a bit. And we really do have a big problem with that here, I think. So um, living a broadcast, we pride ourselves on paying all of our employees equally. And <laughs> yeah, we yeah, sure we do. do. Yeah, well, yeah. where's my paycheck, Eric? You're the producer of this. I said equally, man. I didn't say how much. Ah, oh, okay, fair enough. Yep. Lost, yeah. Well, we are drinking across the board from the highest level. We are drinking to the your lowest beer level employee tonight. So that's <laughs> yeah. that's payment. Lost yes. in the mail. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, they'll get here eventually. <laughs> I'm sorry to cut you off, Laura. And number three. Oh, was that it? That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So that was two nicely. and three? That was two and three. Honestly. All in one. So one yeah. two the wages and the rent kind of offset each other oh, yes. in a I big see. bad okay. way. Because the, the, if the wage okay. was higher, then the rent could be high and there's no problem, right? So, but if the wage is low and the rents are high. Well, because the, the thing is, guys, yeah, now we've been out here a little while, we're starting to accrue things. So we got our snowboards, mountain bikes, th- things that we can't just keep in the second bedroom anymore. So... We need to get out of there, and that's when this expensive rent comes into play because we have viewed places and we're willing to lose a bedroom. That's all good. Um, but we're downsizing quite a lot with about five to six hundred more dollars to pay. Yeah. So it's a tricky situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You're paying for less. Yeah. Paying, paying more for I less. I mean, it's crazy what the difference has been even in 2015 when I first moved here to four oh, years yeah. later. It's noticeable. Like, we were kind of at the beginning part of the housing crisis that we went through back mm. then 
Yeah. Fresh. And now we're kind of right up in it where <laughs> housing is considered a luxury in this city. Mm. Definitely. A roof over your head. Isn't that crazy? Mm. Yeah. But honestly, those are my only three complaints. It's a great city. Really? It's a beautiful city. Loves yeah. It. I think that would be the top complaints for nearly every single person though. That's <laughs> like... That's so, Laurie, you basically course. brought nothing no, new no, to the table. No, we funnily enough haven't oh. discussed them on the podcast yeah, yet. Okay, so no, oh, okay. no, DJ no, brought we up actually rent. haven't. We actually yeah, haven't so too much. So you, you debuted them. So okay, there good. you go. So what we I'm sorry, just, Laura. I didn't mean to say <laughs> 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 that. I can take it. That came out wrong. You said what we all want to say. You can you top it off with one more positive thing you love about Vancouver. Well... Like, I just love the functionality of it. Like, you can get to downtown easy. You can get anywhere easily. I, You know, in a city like Brisbane, where I'm from, there's no way I could bike or run to work yeah. from my home yeah, in the, the suburbs. Yeah. Like, it's very no sprawled way. and... Um, it's very yeah. big. Like, Brisbane is, if you could took all of the lower mainland and put it into one city, that's Brisbane. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're living in the suburbs where a lot of people do, there's no way I could get to where I do and get to downtown is so easily, which is amazing. Yeah. Thank you. That's a, yeah, yeah solid, yeah. solid well, positive. So, uh, I think we're going to go into a rotating segment now, uh, on James's suggestion. He said you might have some, uh, some input for a reoccurring segment, hostile takeover that we like to do on this show where we tell uh, crazy hostile stories. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, do you want to lead us off or does anyone else have one off the top of their head? Or, Well, I don't know. I think Laura knows where she stayed when you first arrived in Vancouver. So I yes. think that's probably a good, yeah, we go in there unless anyone's got something. No, take yeah. it away. Well, we go. go for well, it. Is it just so much as crazy as more just, uh, I was staying in a place very close to one of the more difficult areas of Vancouver. So I stayed on Main Street and uh, the start of Chinatown when I first came to Vancouver. And yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, as most people do. So I got off the train um, and uh, it was my first kind of view into Vancouver and I was staying at this hostel down there. And the first thing I saw when I came to Vancouver was someone injecting heroin in between their toes. <laughs> Holy yeah. moly. It's one hell of a debut. Near my hostel, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was the craziest thing. Also at that same hostel, if anyone's potentially staying there, it's on Main Street and the and corner of the Georgia Viaduct, you okay. could potentially find a, an expensive gem stone in there because it fell out of my ring while I was staying there <sighs> and really? I lost it. Uh, yeah, that got shot up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be one hell of a TripAdvisor review, wouldn't it? Like, injected heroin between the toes, but found a rare gemstone in the process. Like, come on. <laughs> I, I uh, uh, quite an expensive sapphire still out of one of my rings while I was staying in that hostel. And you I got it stolen it. when you were in the hostel? No, it fell out of my ring. And hey, so, um, question. Mm-hmm. How much money were you saving between just getting a hostel in downtown and a hostel in downtown Eastside. Because like, how poor were you at this <laughs> time downtown I'd been Eastside. in Europe for three months without a job. Okay. Uh, on the James Pilgrimage, though. Yeah, on so. the James yeah, Pilgrimage. Yeah, nearly there. But also, I didn't know anything about Vancouver, nothing. So, right. when so I looked I, at this hostel, I, I was like, that's pretty close to downtown. That's pretty functional. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you look at it on a map and it is very close to downtown and it's, and it's in a good area. Mm-hmm. But uh, how long did you end up staying there? How many nights did you last? I was there for six weeks. Holy fuck. Yeah. Good effort. 
Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yes. You are a downtown Eastside resident. She was. Yeah. She took up residence, and uh, and then where did you move? You deserve to? your permanent residency <laughs> of Canada just from that. She she's so gone I went through from a downtown Eastside to Olympic Village yeah. overnight. And where were you Classy staying bitch. in Olympic Village? What what kind of? I was of staying room? in a uh, a glass walled den. Yes. And how much did you pay for said den? Six hundred and fifty a month. Like yeah. A glass wall den. So, so it was glass. a den that fit a single bed and nothing else. Off and a glass wall. What do you mean? Like it was off like of the lounge. It's like off of the lounge. There's like a single window with a single bed in it. It's not a room by any means. There's a tiny gap that you can put maybe like a sunroom. Yeah, what? it's no, a sunroom. No, it doesn't okay. even qualify as a sunroom. Like this thing, this these dens, they are now charging like nine fifty a month downtown, and students are pay it because they get to live downtown. But yeah. it is literally. They can see through from the lounge this single bed, so there's no privacy. It was a sliding door that was made of glass, so my entire room that I was renting was a single bed glass door room. Off of the kitchen and lounge, so when they're doing their cooking, it's like, hey, Laura. How many people were living in the apartment? (laughs) It was me and my roommate, and then unfortunately her really annoying boyfriend. Yeah. Um, what was his what name? about his your annoying boyfriend? Uh, <laughs> I never yeah. had James Stay Night at my place, which is oh, why really? I moved, yes. But what was that guy's name again, the annoying boyfriend? <laughs> he was from the Ukraine. Can't even remember it now. Shout out Ivan. Yeah. <laughs> it's along those lines. It was um, like Alexi or something. I don't know, but he was, uh, yeah. Why, why did James never, did, did James refuse to stay there? No. I, no, my, it was your decision. I had a single bed. What no, she just do? always stayed at mine. Oh, like, okay. Mikey, then, glass door. Think about it. <laughs> well, no, we had the daytime, whatever. Um, <laughs> there are a few daytime. But uh, J- James had his own apartment, and I had a glass walled room. So, so Laura would just right. come over to my place, and then it was only about what another month later, and you moved into a Kingsway and King Ed. So. Yeah, so I got my own place quite quickly after I met James because it just wasn't working anymore. Yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. And uh, how long have you guys been living together then? Coming up to three years. Oh, three wow. years in October, yeah. Yep. Perfect. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Damn. Loving it. Not too difficult to live with, I hope. Nope. Were you living <laughs> there yeah. when um, James stopped the burglar? I was living there when James stopped the burglar. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, we were talking about the cheap rent. There you go. It's a little callback That's again. Why, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd only yeah. just I moved in story. at that point. That's fresh. Yeah. That impress you? It did, yeah. Yeah, I bet. Don't I impress bet. It. Yeah, that song, but I can just say, well, it did impress me. <laughs> so you're thinking stuff of burglary. That yes. don't impress <laughs> me. <laughs> We've kind of transcended hostels here, guys. Yeah, hostel take uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> Anyone else? I forgot we were doing that segment. Why do you keep saying hostel instead of hostel? That's how Australians say it. Oh, Mikey, have okay. you? Is that, has that changed now? Would you have been a hostel Fucking guy? North American. Well, no, <laughs> I got I got to say hostel because people just don't know what I'm talking about if I say uh, hostel. It sounds like a fruit pastel or something. It's like, do you want a hostel? A fruit pastel. Yeah, I don't know. It's that. a fruit pastel, like a little lolly. Like it's a like, a, like round, a fruit tingle. Yeah, the a fruit tingle. Yeah, See, I, that's got, very Aussie, I got one. Did I tell? Have I told the story about how I disrespected a Nazi concentration camp? <laughs> mm. I think it uh, <laughs> might have. Okay, I haven't told that one. Well, it's pretty simple. I think I've already told a hostel story of me in Munich. This was another time I was in Munich, like two years before the last story when I was climbing up the drain pipe on the outside of the hostel. (laughs) Yes. Um, Classic. This time I was with my long-term girlfriend and we were traveling around Europe and we got to Munich and I was looking forward to it the most. I love beer, get out there, get to a couple of beer halls, you know, have a couple of frothies. And uh, we get there... And uh, I'd pre-booked what's called the beer challenge. 
and it's like a little tour on foot where they take you to five beer halls and you have a stein in each beer hall. So that's five <laughs> steins or five litres in one five night. Litres. And, you know, for anybody that knows me listening to this, I'm not the biggest guy, but, you know, so, um, you know, five, five litres will do a bit of damage. Oh, yeah. Um, my girlfriend wasn't looking uh, forward to it as much, but once we arrived, she got an email from her university uh, saying that she had failed a couple of units at university uh, the previous semester. So she was feeling a bit down in the dumps and she was like, you know, I'm, Mikey, I'm not really kind of feeling feeling this. I'm not really into it going out tonight and having a big one. And I was like, uh, do you mind if I still go? <laughs> <laughs> bit of a looking back on it, bit of a bad boyfriend move. But I was pretty excited by this. I'd been looking forward to it for a while. Um so I trundled out um you know, in the doghouse straight away with that one. And uh we went out, we went around to the beer halls, ma- made some friends and got to the got to the fifth beer hall and I was still standing about halfway through my stein. And uh next thing I know, I'm suddenly back in the hostel room, hostel room. And uh, I was in a room of 14 people, uh, seven bunk beds in this room. And uh, I am uh, uh, vomiting into the garbage can. (laughs) Super classic. I've woken up the other 13 people in the room. So I was getting yelled out and shouted out. I didn't know what was happening. I couldn't even remember getting back to the hostel. And, uh, you know... The missus at the time, she was still angry with me. She was like, get out of the room, fuck off kind of thing. Go to the go to the washroom. So the washroom was just literally across the corridor. I just had to walk two metres into another door. I'm in the washroom. But for some reason, I went to the washroom downstairs in the, um, in the basement. And it was this huge flight of stairs. And um, I, I took a tumble and um, oh, shit. I, pa- I passed out at the bottom of the stairs after taking a tumble. Took a tumble. How, down how many stairs, though? Like, what oh, it was a, a full flight. It was Oof. probably 30, sta- 30 steps. <laughs> 30 Imagine how steps. long that would have taken him to roll down. Just yeah, so. yeah. It was, a fair, it was a fair goal of it. It was all tiled as well. Unforgiving. And uh, two hours went by until my girlfriend at the time came to check on me and she found me at the bottom of the stairs. I was like a German pretzel, just kind of all oh, bloody... Tangled up. Crumpled heap. And uh, it was a nightmare. And it uh, went on to be one of my, the worst hangovers ever. <laughs> I'm not surprised. We only have 30 stairs. And unfortunately, the next day we had pre-booked a, um, a tour of um, Dachau, which is a, a, a concentration camp in Germany. And uh, we get there and I'm feeling worse for wear and we're going on this guided tour. And obviously it's a very sombre mood and... Um, you know, it's it, it's it's a horrible thing to see. I think everybody should actually go and view it for themselves. It's definitely worth checking out, but it's um, it's pretty gut wrenching um, yeah. to see it all. But um, I was so hungover, and we're in this courtyard, and uh, I just I, I couldn't hold it in anymore, <laughs> and I just projectile vomited oh. in the middle of this like concentration camp and there's people walking by like judging the fuck out of me and I had to be like oh I'm so sorry I I, you know the emotions just really getting to me (laughs) and um yeah never go drinking in Munich that is my only um (laughs) that is my only story to come out I know Eric I'm going there for (laughs) Oktoberfest watch out yeah watch out mate lesson learned I've also caught fire in Munich 
You caught the fire. On fire. Why did I you let me finish fire. that story when you had that one up your sleeve? <laughs> Tell us that story. <laughs> I've got some great travel stories. I but, caught uh, fire in Munich. I, I went to visit a friend uh, who had met traveling in hostels in in Europe and she was from Munich and uh, she was traditionally Bavarian. And so we dressed in drindles, which is like traditional German, like the German beer costumes that you see, but the, the actual ones. Mm-hmm. And we dressed up and we went to midnight mass at the cathedral in Munich. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, because we had to get our, our Easter breakfast, it was Easter. We had to get our Easter breakfast blessed by the Cardinal of Germany. Oh, okay. uh, so we went, but it was packed. What an experience. <laughs> I know. And it was all candle lit service. <laughs> there was no lights. Um, and we couldn't get a seat because it was so busy. So, and it was a three hour mass. So after two hours, we were just like, we need to sit down. So we just sat down on the, the cobblestone inside the, the cathedral. And uh, I had my hair down and we were all holding candles and I just wasn't thinking and I moved my head and my hair caught fire in a church. Oh my God. (laughs) She smelt the singeing immediately. I smelt the singeing and my friend was like, oh my God, and patted my hair out and the entire cathedral turned to look at me, like over 300 people and the cardinal. That will shape a person. So you and James don't have a good run with (laughs) candles and cathedrals. Didn't you light a candle in Notre Dame? But it wasn't that. No, no, it yeah. wasn't that. Oh, Come on, okay, let's, let's okay, just specify. Okay. What are you going to say yeah. next? That the Caesar yeah. Sky Gondola was my fault? Mate, I've still been racking my brains about that. Oh, so, yeah. I won't yeah. lay any more theories on you, but I've got a couple of them. Mikey's lost oh, a lot you? of sleep over that one. <laughs> are the red strings still <laughs> extending? Yeah, they're still up. Don't worry about that. I got a pretty lame hostel story. Go on. Oh, please tell us Bring with it. that preface. We oh. welcome We welcome lame. Yeah. The reason so on this, this was actually <laughs> maybe Burn. the first time I'd ever stayed at a hostel. Um, it was in Whistler, believe it or not. Oh, exotic. First time <laughs> I ever visited Whistler was in 2014 uh, on Canada Day. Oh, all days wow. when this podcast was supposed to launch July 1st. <laughs> okay. Too soon, man. So basically yeah. it's nothing in Whistler because it's all Australians not celebrating Canada Day. Australia no, not day. at all. It's and Australia Day. Okay. That, that's partly what contributed to it being so lame is literally just a series of dull points throughout the entire trip. Um, myself, my brother, and one of our good friends, uh, drove out to Whistler because all three of us had wound out, wound up with a little bit of time off and we're like, well, let's do something exciting for Canada Day. Uh, fuck it, let's go bungee jumping. And so <laughs> we booked the bungee jumping. We went out to Whistler and, you know, within the first hour or so we got there, we just pulled up at the bungee jumping. We did that, which was fun. But uh, anyways, we booked a hostel to stay for the night. Anyways, we thought we'd get some drinks in us and party it up like Whistler, this famous Canadian resort town city, whatever it is, you know, obviously there's going to be a lot going on. We get to our hostel and we take people up to Whistler a lot doing what we do for work. Um, but having never been there before, didn't realize where the hostel was. So talking was the about HI? It was, I don't even remember what the hostel was, but it was in the Creekside Village of Whistler. Oh, okay. Oh, like, not okay. that far down. But then. like yeah. beyond Creekside. Everything. The, the Olympic, was it the Olympic Village? It might have been like Function Junction that's kind of t- area. That's like title yeah. of your autobiography, Beyond Creekside. <laughs> beyond Creekside. <laughs> no kidding. The Eric Dagwood, sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, that's a fair way out. Like I know, and mean. wanting to drink just way too far of a walk from the village for anything reasonable. So we're like, fuck it. We'll take our bottle of, I'd been to the States shortly before that. So I had a bottle of cheap gray goose that I bought and we just like drank gray goose all the way to the village. And you walked yeah. down the highway. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a path. Okay. There's, there's, the, yeah, there's some kind secluded. of a greenway. It, it must've been Creekside cause we didn't walk for like an absurd amount of time. But anyways, we get to the village and everything is either jam packed or the other thing we didn't uh, foresee ahead of time or I didn't even think about at the time was my brother wasn't old enough to drink legally. Oh, yeah. So, uh, that's a bit of a silly yeah, overlook. And well, we're like, oh, well, we'll <laughs> yeah, just no go to like, Kelowna. no, we'll just go to like a bar and like, you know, there's restaurants that serve booze and stuff like that, but none of them were open. Right. None okay. of them stay open past like nine o'clock or something well, by like that. By the time that. you walked into Whistler, it's probably three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> of course yeah. nothing was like... <laughs> so, Come of on. course, we decide, well, let's take the rest of what we have and just go back to the hostel. This is lame. <laughs> and really not that exciting of a story until how we actually got back to the hostel, which I thought was kind of funny. Still sort of a low point, but we went to a Domino's pizza oh because I had yep. the bright idea of trying... And this ended up working. I went to them and I said, hey, like we want to get a pizza. Um, but you guys have a delivery fee to bring it to somebody's place. Right. And they said, yeah, well, if I pay that delivery, but we were actually in the restaurant right there, will you drive <laughs> us back to the hostel? God. Okay. How did that work out? It's they took it's us up on it. Actually nice. fucking genius. <laughs> right. That, that is works. genius. You're like, yeah. well, how you- did you think of that when you were so, fucking plastered we weren't that wasted like oh, we'd, okay. we'd been so drinking be but like enough to put a thought together that and like, that was the birth of uber <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> yeah. the humble beginnings exactly <laughs> that's how uber song, was maybe. born no i just said <laughs> like if we pay the four or five dollar delivery on top of whatever the pizza is going to cost can we just get a ride with the delivery driver and they said we are actually not that busy tonight that's a fucking smart idea. That so, is good. That's so funny. It yeah. Just piled yeah. into the back of a little Hyundai. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ex- ex- exactly. Whoa. I think it was a Civic, actually. Yeah, I was but say, like, it's got to be a Honda Civic. Yeah. Surely. Jeez. What else could it be? <laughs> but yeah, um, so that's my lame hostel story. Oh, that was cool. It's so Damn. lame that it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love well, it. I was wondering, does, uh, we're talking about hostel takeover, does hotel takeover work? Because, Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Sure. So this is about the time in Turkey that I had my drink spiked. So this is another little story that I don't think we've... Yeah, I haven't heard of that one. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I'm going to take you back now to uh, 2010. And I was in Hisaranu, Turkey, which is considered a little party village. And me and my mates, so it's me and a couple of other mates, we'd miss happy hour in a bar by five minutes. So we were like, can we get these uh, still in happy hour? And this guy was like, no, sorry, mate, five minutes, it's done. But there was a football game on. Arsenal were playing a soccer game for all you uh, American slash Canadian listeners. Um, so, yeah, a bit of a football game on. And if we just said, if Arsenal score in the next five minutes, can we get happy hour prices? And a little wager. Yeah, a little wager. And as luck would have it, Arsenal scored. But we were just being little drunk. I bet bricks. it was a delayed telecast. You already knew the score. <laughs> no. It, it was just <laughs> us being, James move. It, it was yeah, it was us just being quite young and uh, stupid and just being like, you know, 
if Arsenal score. And then, so we were, you know, coming up saying, yeah, we really want these happy hour prices. You know, you said if they score, they did come on. And anyway, we didn't get the happy hour prices. So it unfortunately didn't work out too well. Uh, but we did get a huge goldfish bowl. And for those that haven't been to Turkey, you can get a huge goldfish bowl of whatever weird cocktail it is. They do them in Thailand and stuff as well, yeah, don't so they? Yeah, it's not very nice, yeah. uh, but it's the largest amount of alcohol you can get for quite a cheap amount of money. So, <laughs> again, this is a you know, very responsible podcast. Hi, Mum. But, uh, yeah, we're out there. <laughs> I know that was lame. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you, you got this goldfish bowl. And anyway, it came to our table and we all chipped in. And unfortunately, that's the last thing I remember was taking a sip out of that bowl, joining a conga line, and that's it. And, I'm surprised uh, they have conga lines in Turkey. I don't know why that surprises me. It was a, it was yeah. a bit of a club out. Yeah, Hisaranu is this weird party village. So if anyone's been there, Laura, did like, you go to Hisaranu? I did not know. I have been to Turkey, and I did get you the most drunk good, I've ever been in my life. You went there. to the good really part, yes. You went to the good part. I didn't know it was a bit of a te- party place. It is. It's, uh, yeah, and it was obviously I felt like it would be quite. Um, well, no, in England, it's, in England, it's a cheap flight. It's one of those things, like, you might not know it, but in British culture, it's like, yeah, Turkey. It's like a holiday you always go Like, how, mu- well, it's how really, much would you pay? It's cheap. It's all-inclusive. And cheap. for a drink, like, less than a dollar a shot. Yeah. It's... Shit. Yeah, it's it, cheap. That's crazy. It is cheap. And okay, so Hisaranu. Yeah, so... That's the, on my um, yeah. bucket list then. Oh, man, and it's just the the, bar, the street is bars. It's, it's one of those... And you wouldn't expect it again in, in Turkey, but it's known as... So it's like a bit of a lad's holiday. As well. Right, like, okay, like and, a bit uh, of a... Um, what are the other big ones? Like Miorca and... Um, uh, yeah, Magaluf. Ibiza. Magaluf, Shagaluf. Yeah, Shagaluf, exactly. Yeah, 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 <laughs> that's okay. Not, that's another story for another day. Uh, but... <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but no, we're talking about Turkey and Hisaranu. <clears throat> so... It's one of those places you get to... We went on quite a few tours, actually. You go out to the like old tombs and ruins and cool little places around. But on this particular day, wasn't quite a nice story. Uh, so, had my yeah, that, that was the last thing I remember, taking a sip out of that. And there was one friend out of us three. He's just occasionally would go on these like self-inflicted bands. So, he's like, right, I'm not drinking. And we were on like a lad's holiday. So a weird like, time to have a self-inflicted Yeah, he was like, he was like I'm not drinking. And I was like, oh, okay. cool. And he was also like, yeah, and I'm also not wearing sun lotion. And I was like, what? That's just like safe, healthy advice. Wear sunscreen, you know. You've had the Should have taken that own advice at Bunsen Lake, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I really should have. Yeah, it's not probably the good time to talk about sunburn. Uh, but anyway, it was just, that was another thing. But uh, yeah, gave up alcohol. Um, so he was the only one not spiked out of the three of us there. So me and my other mate, Adam, who actually lives out in Vancouver, he's going to be a future living a broadcast guest. Excellent. So you heard okay. Okay. Yeah, got sponsored by Grouse Mountain, the snowboard instructor. So there's a little uh, little teaser for later. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, Adam was there. So me and him, it, it was just out of control. So how, how do you know you were spiked and that you just weren't super drunk and fucked so, up? Well, the thing is, it's, it's absolutely only having one drink before the first sip of the goldfish bowl. So I hadn't even, that's the last thing. I honestly just had one sip and got up and whatever was in that bowl. So we got a couple of theories. One of them was that they were so pissed off with us being like, hey, give us the happy hour prices, man. And just being general unbearable pricks. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other possibility that it had sparklers in it. So there was a large group of girls behind us. So there could have been someone on the way to the toilet thinking that's meant for them girls back there. We're going to put a load of, 
Rohypno or whatever it was in there because oh. uh, I was I was I couldn't stand so that was the thing I I it was, it was I hadn't drank and then unfortunately I got a bit out, out of control pushed a few parked mopeds over apparently and uh, generally maybe there was just chaos uh, yeah but um I, I I don't get this I don't I don't get the point of like spiking someone's drink like what's the what, like it's, I guess if it was the bartender then they just did it. Because that was no, it's supposed to be like a laugh, like oh yeah, yeah like we see how fucked up they get. Kind it's of a weird thing. laugh, hey. It, I know, I thought that, but that well, as I said, there's two, there's those two possibilities. But as I said, it wasn't like one sip and then completely paralytic. It's like no, it was something that complete blackout. But the thing was waking up the next morning with the bed sheet cover stuck to the side of me with complete cuts all the way down the oh. left side of my body. And I kind of had a bit of a flashback being to being dragged out of a bar um, by oh I think God. I was like walk, I think I was walking into bars and not paying for drinks and stuff like at completely out of control on Fuck. on autopilot pushing um, over mopeds. Yeah, Yikes. I know. I, I was out of control, guys. This is what I mean. And I and then, just had a lot of gin. No, there was no gin involved <laughs> in this one. <laughs> Um, it was, I think uh, you're lucky you walked away with just a few cuts, though. I know. Well, I know I, yeah. I could have been actually killed, like by like. Or I think you're lucky you didn't there. end up in a Turkish jail cell. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. They, no, that's what I mean, though. Know. But it was it was the first drink, like getting into that bowl, and it was only because of the one friend that didn't drink from that, and my other mate who. Yeah, also what was got, he like? Did he have to look after you guys the whole us, time, yeah. and he got you back to your well, accommodation? No, the, the police grabbed him and said take them home, take them home. And was like, seriously. So the police were out there and everything. And that's what I mean. I was out of control. Like, and I, I, it's a stupid thing, but I'd like got a nice t-shirt, you know, you go on a holiday as I, you know, one of my favorite t-shirts lost it gone that night and came back barefoot. So I lost my shoes and t-shirt. I like how you fuck up this whole town, but it's the shirt that you guys wore. <laughs> it was a nice shirt. I Sad to see that go. You know, my favorite fucking shirt. No. So, yeah. I mean, imagine what would have happened if that guy didn't have his, Sudden alcohol ban. Your, I know, your friend, right? he, like, he, it was meant he probably to be. would have been in jail. It was like, meant to be. I know, and it could have gone very horribly wrong. But that's what I mean. Oh it was my just goodness. So we we just think it was some arsehole guy thinking like, yeah, this is meant for the. I mean, to be honest, they put the sparklers in it sarcastically. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I know. So hostile takeover, hotel takeover. Um, but yeah, that's a yeah, that, that's that's pretty intense. I mean, so you, you hear it of it happening, but um, ha- I mean, well, it's, it's your word. It's nightmare, isn't it? When you when you go. Um, when you go traveling in, in countries like that and you, you're just not sure what what's it, it was bad happening. I was fish out of water and but that was one of two times uh, at that time so 2010 so that's nine years ago did you still have your blonde bowl cut no no no, uh, no. I was imagining that whole story I was imagining the whole <laughs> story with the blonde bowl cut I gotta no maybe I'll bring it back yeah you know you never know but yeah uh, sorry that, it took a little if dark. Arsenal no. lose the next game <laughs> then you gotta get that's there. a crazy story <laughs> I know well that, no that's one of two times my drink's been spiked so that was part one so there's another story out there in the UK, but damn! Yeah. Can we save that for a story yeah, for another time? No, there's two, so. late, yeah, absolutely. Sorry, guys. Sorry to leave you guys on a cliffhanger. No, James, like that it. was That's certainly quite the opposite of my uh, less than exciting hospital story. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Eric and James travel together. Yeah. <laughs> it oh would be, man. Well, living a broadcast on the road, we talked about it. You know, it's. Uh, <laughs> no, I think seriously, one day we could. Uh, we could backpack this shit and... Uh, oh, mate, absolutely. I mean, as long as we got a plug-in. We had a bit of a nightmare just yeah. plugging it into the rooftop. Wasn't that another whinge binge we're going to talk about? Oh. <laughs> 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 Three-pronged three plugs. That is a... a- 
the lack this. of electrical outlets is uh, a <laughs> I feel constant like we, whinge we for nearly the survival caused, of this podcast. Yeah, we nearly caused a bit of a dispute, I feel like, between Laura and James trying to get this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There were, there were cords and cables flying everywhere. Plugs weren't fitting into other plugs. No. And what did you say, Eric? Because, what, in Canada they have two straight plugs and then it's a circular plug. There's a, a grounding a prong, plug. A three-prong. Yeah, three-pronger. Three yes. I feel like we could run this topic into the ground, though. Oh. Was that a pun? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, anyway, I, I don't want to get into the minutia of uh, Canadian plug <laughs> at this moment. <laughs> it was relevant yeah. to set out this yes. very podcast that we're speaking on. It That's is. Soon. It seriously it's is. Life. Yeah, no, no, no. It's we do have late. a grounding <laughs> mechanism in Canada where it's two... Or, or, uh, he just said we wouldn't talk about it. He's going straight into detail. Well, <laughs> anyways, finish it. Tell me now. I'm intrigued. That's started. all it is. <laughs> okay. well, well, Laura had to actually uh, cut off the top of this uh, mechan- of this little adapter we had. Uh, Could have got electrocuted. I'm very Put handy. her life on the line. Power was no. cut at the time, don't to worry. To be on this. I did. I just thought, you know, it's it. not worth living if we can't do the podcast Absolutely. right now. And was so. the experience worth it? Is this the first podcast you've been on? It is, yeah. Wow. Yes. And well, also a milestone, it. our first uh, first lady on, uh, on the show. Yes. Oh. Yes. We wanted to go for a bit of diversity. We couldn't get away from the Australian <laughs> part. Well, you, yeah, I know. <laughs> to get a woman Australian on that wasn't associated with Mikey's. Unfortunately, I'm not something more exotic. You know, I'm sorry about that. So, to me. Oh, yeah. well, yes. Yeah. Uh, Australians are Australian. Sorry, guys. Let's wrap this up before weird <laughs> shit starts to happen between these two. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, we've we got to get to it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's oh been God. Living a Broadcast, everybody. If you want to follow us on social media, the channels are Living a Broadcast on Instagram, Living a Broad Pod on Twitter, and please like it. We gave an incentive at the top of the show little prize for the first person to email us at livingabroadcast at gmail.com, livingabroadcast at gmail.com. We will give you a shout out on the show if you do so, or not a shout out if you request. Um, if you don't want your name being said, I wouldn't blame you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, again, the promise is every week that we'll use our social media channels more and the hope is to do so. But anyways, uh, Laura, is there anything you want to shout out before we uh, wrap this thing up? Put me on the spot here. He does uh, not want to be associated with it. this production. Yeah. No, okay. oh. Our guest, we will bleep your name for the duration yes. of the show. He's got a reputation, guys. Uh, no, just very happy to be on the show. Oh, here, it, was guys. Great. I, it was great to have you, honestly. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm a bit of a, uh, again, with the Aussie slang gas bag. I do like to. No, no, it was no brilliant. You gave, a, you gave a great perspective, one that we haven't had yet, and that's what we're all about on this show. And that's show. what podcasts are for. Absolutely. We did yeah. it in the most beautiful setting. So thank you uh, thank you guys for hosting us. Yes. Um, thank you. Yeah, it's been great. Oh, well, you're welcome. Yeah, it's been, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's been great up here. So anyways, for this week, I've been Eric. I've been James. Mikey. Thank you for listening.